Welcome everyone to Anonymous Addiction. This is Bobby C., a friend in recovery and beyond. I'm going to just start out by giving a shout out to my parking lot friend over in Jersey at Brute Sobe, that's Brutally Sober on Anchor FM. Give him a little shout out, Joey C. I'm sitting in a parking lot over here in Fountain Valley, California. Beautiful, overlooking a golf course, trees, grass, beautiful flowers. Just, just a nice day out today. I finally decided, let me get, get, get over here and do another little segment, a little podcast. This one's going to be about. I'm going to start talking about my first 90 days in the program. I might go up to a year, but this is this is basically the first 90 days. You know, in, a, in my other podcast, I talked about Lonnie, my friend, the, the day I said yes to help, and uh, my wife sent over a friend, and he wasn't even a friend, it's just a person, came over to my door. I said, yeah, bring him over. His name was Lonnie, and uh, he became my friend and took me to my first meeting, my first Alcoholics Anonymous meeting over there in Hamilton, New Jersey. And uh, it was it was it was it was cool, very very nice, very very nice experience. So I was over there. I was, I was sitting sitting at the tables, smoking cigarettes, shaking, drinking coffee. I don't know if I heard anything. All I know is that. Uh, it was different and kind of was cool because it was all kinds of different people. There were people, old people, young people, biker looking people, homeless looking people, people with shirts and ties on. It was all kinds of different type of people. It was in the basement of a church. Of course, you all know that. Most of the meetings are in basements of churches. And uh, that was my first introduction. And it was it was very nice. The second meeting Lonnie took me to was his home group. Now, before before Lonnie picked me up, I knew nothing about Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, I did know Alcoholics Anonymous was for people that drank too much, I guess. I knew that much. But prior to him taking me to the second meeting, I didn't know what a treatment center was. I didn't know what rehabs, big books, step books. I didn't know what a detox was. I didn't know really anything like that. All I know is they called me alcohol before I knew what alcohol was. You know, they kept on saying, you're alcoholic, you can't stop drinking. You know, my my wife or my mom or somebody. But uh, all I know is I had a problem eventually with drinking because once I started, I... I took a drink, the drink took me, and then I didn't know where it ended up. So, but Lonnie took me to my second meeting, and that meeting became my home group. You know, back then, well, still today, people join home groups. That was Lonnie's home group. It was Lonnie's sponsor, uh, Bill, Bill, Nick, Bill N. was his, his home group. And so I joined it, of course, you know, and then eventually I asked him to be my sponsor. But I always thought of Lonnie as my friend because we used to hang out during the 90 days. You know, my wife knew his wife. Our kids were the same age as his kids. We'd go to, you know, my my daughters and all would be on the same softball team. So I didn't know Lonnie, but 
my wife kind of knew Dolly, and then I got to meet Lonnie. He took me to my meeting, and then we became friends. And uh, we kind of, you know, used to do stuff together. I still worked a full-time job. I used to do my yard work, and I only went to one meeting a week. But I'll tell you what, I couldn't wait to get to the meeting. It, it, you know, I finally felt like I joined something for the first time in my life. And I felt a part of you know, I liked Lonnie. He was he was a cool guy, and and uh, if I was going to hook up with anybody, it was I was so glad and so lucky that it was him. You know, and this is my experience, my story. I you know I always give a disclaimer out because whatever I say here, this is I'm talking years after. So what I experienced, 90 days, a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. It all changes. For me, it always changed. It evolved, you know, because during all these years, I, I went to other different things. I talk about that later in my other podcast, but I experienced a lot of different modalities and spiritual books and things and places. But uh, it was cool in the beginning. You know, everybody had names. There would be Bitchin' John and there'd be Bricklayer Al and... and uh, Leslie, she was, she came in, she lost her nursing license and she came in and then I'd see Tom and Ray. And so it, it was, it was really cool to be able to go someplace every Wednesday. And in the beginning, I, uh, I formed a, a fellowship, you know, it was, it was like, it was the, it was the connectiveness with the human, other human beings that I enjoyed, you know, and and, it ha- and we weren't drinking and drugging. It was we were talking about cool stuff and talking about family stuff and and positive stuff and and not that we didn't share war stories and talk about the old stuff too. But it was it was very very nice, you know. Back then, we we relied a lot on the slogans, you know. I really hooked up with that one day at a time deal early on. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, I went to beginner's meetings. And after three or four or five, I came back out into the big meeting, which was the discussion meeting. And that was that was good. I didn't get pushed with the steps. I didn't go to a step meeting for a year. I didn't get pushed on the big book. I learned basic things uh, in, in, in the beginning. Very simplistic, basic things. But, you know, I had the desire. I had a desire to stop drinking. I had a desire. I wanted this stuff. I, I suffered enough consequences of my behavior. And uh, it, I didn't come in through virtue. I came in through my circumstances. You know, it was it was at the end of the rope. It was like a perfect storm. And I was ready. And if you want to consider it a bottom, that was my bottom. And I don't want to trade my bottom for anybody else's bottom. I appreciate it, you know. And like they said, the bottom has been risen. So I really don't think, you know, the war stories, they matter in the sense that they're cool listening to and stuff like that. And some people really hit some bad shit. And you know what? When they tell their stories, they're my crystal ball into what I could see if I pick up again and possibly go back out and drink like I drank before. And uh, that wasn't a good thing. So they're they're crystal ball into the into the future of my if I wanted to continue and drink more and, and have a different bottom. But 
I still like my bottom 36 years later. So, you know, Lonnie and me got to, got to be friends. We started to do stuff with the kids and, you know, we talked during the week. And then we went to these bookers meetings and it's like a panel meeting. And we would go there. Lonnie took me there, of course. And then he would say, he would say, hey, I'll go to Ancora, which was a psychiatric hospital. I'll go to work Ancora this day. And then we'd come back and that would be booked in for that month for our home group to go to an outside, outside meeting. We did stuff like that. You know, the 90 days was just, it was just cool. It was, it was good. It was, it was just nice and laid back. And uh, not that I didn't have any, you know, I don't, I'll tell you the truth. I really didn't have much really bad cravings or withdrawals. You know, that that's just me. I know people have very bad withdrawals and need severe detoxes. And some people go into treatment centers and stuff like that, but I, I didn't. And uh, uh, everybody's story's different. Doesn't matter if you're sober today, we're all the same. We all got the same time. I don't believe in, uh, I believe time, sober time is just experience, uh, good and bad. I don't, I don't believe in, I believe in the now. You know, we all have the same now. We all have the same sobriety. We all have the same life right now. You know, everybody's got a, a shot at life right now. And we all have the ability to kind of uh, control our destiny, I believe, and, and do make some changes. And hopefully these changes will be in a, a better direction. But back then, you know, we didn't have... We only celebrated 90... This is my home group, okay? This is 36 years ago. In my home group, we only celebrated 90 days and a year. And the year afters, you know, every year after. But that 90-day... When I got that... We got it pins. We got 90-day pins. And this is in Jersey. And every group's different. So, you know, I'm just telling my story. You know, these are my... my uh, this is my story, and it's it's... Doesn't have it. Do, I know it doesn't match other people's stories, so a lot of shit's going to be different. And I appreciate that, and I appreciate everybody's, everybody else's story. But we only had 90 day pins, so that was my biggest. My 90 days, I felt like I arrived. You know, it was like it felt like man, it felt long. But I'll tell you what, it was nice. So I'm just going to leave it there. You know. And I could go on the next podcast. I'm going to continue it into the year, and because prior to me even coming into Alcoholics Anonymous, I worked in a psychiatric hospital, and I used to let people in to the AA meeting there. They used to sign a book, and I used to let them in, and I'd open the door for them. And there was an AA meeting, and they had all their books and stuff they left there. And one day I went in there and checked it out and I stole a big book. You know, I borrowed it. I didn't borrow it. I stole it. And I kept it. This is before I even met Lonnie. This is before I came in Alcoholics Anonymous. So I have a story about that. And I might as well say it in this podcast because even a year, like time went by and I, I would get incorporated to other different meetings and other different things and introduced to uh, different types of of. Uh, fun you know really activities in Alcoholics Anonymous and and in life and when when I got near a year I asked Lonnie I said let's 
go to a bookers meeting in Book Lake Land and I like to speak there and that was my first speakers meeting there and at that meeting I held that big book up I told the people I said I stole this book here and I want to pay for it so I gave them like six bucks 650 whatever it was back then and that's not to brag like I did something really special I just wanted to do that I felt it felt kind of good you know I don't know. I don't even know. You know, I, I had to do it, really. It felt good. Who in the hell would want to have a big book that you stole? So I paid for it. And that was a big leap, you know. I don't even know. I think it might have been even 90 days I did that. I don't know. But I, it could have been the year at the end of the year. But, you know, I called Lonnie up today. I talked to him for about an hour and a half. Uh, he, he lives in another state. And, he's you know, he's been my friend ever since. There's been stretches of years that we haven't seen each other or talked to each other and stuff like that, but we we remain friends. My first friend in recovery, who I called the sponsor back then, he's, he's I don't call him a sponsor today, he's my friend today, and uh, we were reminiscing, he was helping me remember, remember some things and stuff like that, and we were, were reminiscing times that we went out and did different things in the beginning early sobriety he came in he had two years when when i first came in and i think bill and his sponsor had five years so you know it, 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 this stuff if i help one another person that's great you know but i'll tell you what I, it's kind of selfish because i know i'm helping myself i'm, I'm helping myself stay clean and sober i'm helping myself Let's just say, better myself in life, you know, because I'm, I'm doing a podcast, I'm on a bunch of other things, working with a bunch of other people, and and I work with a lot of people that aren't in Alcoholics Anonymous, they're in different recovery programs, they're in Smart Recovery, they may be in Life Ring, they, they might, I, I, I talk to people that worked the Freedom Model and did the Sinclair Method and did every, you know, all different things. And in the beginning, I did a bunch of stuff, one-on-one therapy. I believe if you need therapy, do it. Help me, that's for sure. One-on-one therapy, group therapy. You know, I don't care if you're doing Al-Anon, ACOA, CODA, uh, spiritual books, motivational speaking books. I don't care what you do, what path you're on. You know, uh, today I kind of hang with like-minded people that that are, you know, I believe in spiritual today. I believe, I know the difference between religious and spiritual. And, you know, I have this this definition of, it's in me that I understand it. And everybody can have their own deal, you know, believe what they want to believe. And I, I, uh, I just hope people grant me the right to be able to have my opinions. You know, I, I found some things out throughout the years that, that work for me and, and I think I, you know, could hopefully pass something, some information on other people. But um, these are only my beliefs. Uh, Take what you want, leave the rest. But this is Bobby C., a friend in recovery and beyond. And I uh, appreciate if anyone listens to this. So take care, everybody. We'll see you on the next podcast.